Chair, we are in open session. Thank you, Mr. Clerk. Good morning, everyone. And uh, first of all, would like to welcome the new ARBOC member, Member Leung. And yes. uh, I would like also to welcome the incoming new member, uh, Abby Weaver. So thank you. Uh, so let me turn it over to maybe for to Member Leung to um, briefly introduce himself. First, let's take the roll. So we've got everybody yeah. else here, and then members of the public who are paying attention to the show will know who is participating in the meeting today. Uh, Arbok members, when you hear your name, indicate whether you are here or not. Member Liao. Present. Liao, present. Member Camp is absent. Member Leong. Present. Leong, present. Member Vuthi. Present. Vuthi, present. Member Tang. Present. Tang, present. Member Holliver. Present. Holliver, present. Mr. Chair, we have a quorum. Thank you, Mr. Clerk. There you go. Um, well, over to uh, Member Liu. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Jason Leung. I'm a 22-year resident of San Francisco. Uh, I live on the west side with my wife and daughter. Um, earlier on in my career, I worked for Arthur Anderson as well as Ernst & Young. Uh, later on in my career, I focused on high tech. Uh, specifically, I, I worked with uh, Juniper Networks, Mykonos Software, Riverbed Technologies, and Xeris High Density Wi-Fi. Uh, our equipment was installed in uh, Moscone Center. Uh, high density, non-omnidirectional, unidirectional antennas allow for uh, higher density and throughput for uh, uh, large congregations of people. Anyways, um, a while ago, uh, a while ago, the district force supervisor asked me if I wanted to get involved with the city and help make a difference, and I said yes. And I'm not too sure what I got myself into. <laughs> But uh, I hope I can make a positive impact in the city. Uh, thanks for having me here. Fantastic. Well, thank you again for joining Arabuck. Really looking forward to working together. Um, and incoming member, Lisa. Oh, introduce myself. Um, so um, I'm Abby Beeser. I have traditionally worked for city government, um, on, mostly on the peninsula. I've worked for cities on the peninsula. Um, a couple of member agencies for Bosco, so that's why I'm the representative of Bosco. I'm currently the assistant finance director for the city of Daly City. Um, but I also do live in San Francisco. I live in the Bernal Heights neighborhood, um, and I probably have about 20 plus years experience in municipal finance. Fantastic, thank you. I'm really looking forward to working with you on your appointment. Um, and Mr. Clark, with that, I think we are ready for public comment. Yes, the first agenda item on today's agenda is public comments. This is the opportunity for members of the public to participate in the meeting by providing comments for matters that are within the subject matter jurisdiction of ARBOC, but which are not items that appear on today's agenda. Speakers will have three minutes apiece to speak. And first, I'm looking here in the Tuolumne Room, and it appears we have no members of the public participating. But if you are participating remotely and you want to speak during this public comment period, please raise your hand in teams, and we will get to you in order. I think that we have at least one speaker. Yeah, I'm trying to find my raising my hand. You know, uh, I'm going to just start your time because I see your face. And uh, well, please begin. <laughs> okay, well, I, I, that's probably the wrong button. Um, I'm Dave Warner. I probably, but first, I will say it's a complete honor to speak to you guys with such good financial experience. Um, my request is actually requesting an, a, a, adding an agenda item to the next meeting, and I wonder if that means I should wait until you get to item 10 on your agenda. 
Mr. Warner, I'm going to pause your time. And yes, future agenda items is a later discussion item, and we would love to have your participation when we get to that item. If, if Great, it's sounds related to that particular topic, but if you have general matters, this would be the time for it. No, I'll wait. Thank you. Okay, I'll uh, end the timer. Do we have anyone else who has general public comment for ARBOC at this time? Mr. Chair, it appears we have no further speakers. Thank you, Mr. Burke. Uh, public comment is now closed. Please call the next agenda item. Agenda item number three is an audit update. Members of ARBOC shall discuss the status of the phase three audit. It's a discussion and possible action item. We'll be taking public comment as part of the discussion, Mr. Chair. Thank you, Mr. Clerk. Uh, so for context, this is the ongoing audit of uh, revenue bonds. This is the third of three uh, audits uh, that ARBOC has been working on over the past uh, uh, four years. So with that, I would like to turn it over to CSA and HKA and uh, Yano for an update. Uh, good morning, Chair Leal. Um, thank you and good morning, uh, members of the committee, oversight committee. Um, we are just to present a short update on the audit. Um, it is moving along well. We've been working with SFPUC to get additional information related to um, essentially the, the detailed information for the bond spending so that we can select our sample. Um, we've been coordinating meetings with um, staff at PUC, I think particularly in the wastewater side, but uh, Tasha or Paul, correct me if I'm wrong, um, but we're having meetings with them just to gain some more information about uh, sample selection. We did this with them in the first and second series as well. So um, things are just, things are moving along. Uh, Paul or Tasha, anything else to share? Sure, just, just to clarify the selection processes, some of you know that have been here, we selected bond series for examination. Uh, the selection that uh, we're discussing now is really the next layer beneath that for the project level information from the various SP, uh, public works departments, uh, PUC, either water, wastewater, or sewer. So again, we're down in the next level of the analytical process to pick information to support the audit and to really understand the spending. Thanks, Paul. Um, also just welcoming the new members of the committee as well. Uh, I think I forgot to introduce myself. My name is Hunter with the um, Hunter Wong with the Office of the Controller. We are the uh, project manager for this audit and we have contracted with Paul and Tasha of HKA who have their subcontractor Eugene Yano of Yano Accountancy Corporation here. Um, and that's it for our update. Uh, thank you. Uh, can you share with us an update on timing for field work and when you expect to uh, start writing the report. Yeah, I'll, I'll turn that over to the um, the audit team. Uh, so the, we are literally in the beginning of the field work process. And um, if, if history serves me right, that, uh, that takes about 60 to 90 days to finish the field work. The longest part of this process is the um, existing committee members know is the review pot process within the uh, various departments for the actual written report. Um, I would expect we would deliver a written report to the um, interested parties sometime in the uh, latter part of the spring or the early summer. And then the timing of that process has been anywhere from three to six months, unfortunately. 
But as far as the field work, I would expect that would be done by no later than June 1. Thank you for that update. Um, does the committee have any questions, any comments? Thank you for that. Thank you, CSA, Yano, and uh, HKA for the update. Glad to hear that everything is moving along. Um, I think we're ready for public comment. Very good. Do we have anyone here in the Tuolumne room who has public comment on this agenda item number three related to the phase three audit? It appears not. If you are connected remotely and you wish to speak on this item, please raise your hand at this time and we will get to you in the order in which you do so. And I'll delay for a moment to see if we have any speakers. Mr. Chair, it appears we have no speakers for public comment on agenda item number three. Thank you, Mr. Clerk. Public comment is now closed. And uh, please call up the next um, agenda item with uh, yes. this year's Ortega. I will note for the record that Arbach is taking no action on agenda item number three. Agenda item number four is a discussion of the scope of the Revenue Bond Oversight Committee. It is a discussion and possible action item, and we'll be taking public comments as part of the discussion. Good morning, everybody. This is Catherine Thirsty Ortega, uh, Deputy City Attorney here, here. for the PEC. Try to get on the camera. Um, so we had discussed at some of our prior meetings the scope of our box and how we could help all members have a more developed understanding of the ordinance and the roles and responsibilities of our box. Um, I think to that end, we like to conduct an in-depth training and we initially had it on the agenda for today. But what I'd like to propose is that with our new member joining and with member Kemp coming back from his travels, that we schedule this training at a time when we could have our new members onboarded and when we can have member Kemp back. Uh, for Brown Act purposes, we do need to conduct the training during a public meeting. And so any any absences or any seats that are unfilled, I would have to go back and on a one-on-one -on -one basis conduct the training with that new person. But I, you know, I can leave it open to this board how they would like to proceed on timing. I'm also happy to do it at the next meeting, but I'm not sure Member Kemp is back then. Yeah, probably not. Well, thank you. Thank you for the update, and um, I think the proposal is very sensible. Does the committee have any any, any thoughts, any questions? Um, the only request I would have is if we could have some type of a written memo, um, either in advance of the training or after the training, um, I think something we can refer back to. Yeah, I'd like to do like a PowerPoint mm -hmm. presentation um, as opposed to like a legal memo, but there'll be a presentation and a material for you to take with you. Well, thank you for the update. Um, Mr. Clerk, uh, we are ready for public comment. Thank you. Does anyone here in the Tuolumne room have public comments on this item? It appears no. I, sorry. Yes. Uh, I have a question just oh. on timing. This is member Lucy. Um, just, just to get a sense of, not a content question, um, are we thinking that that training would therefore be April? I'm not sure how long it'll take to get onboarded, and then member camp is supposed to be, do you know? Supposed to be back in the spring, right? In the spring at some point, but uh, unclear. Yeah. I think let's shoot for April with the hope that he'll be back because I'd like to get this training sure, sure. done. Yeah. Um, 
And if he isn't back or if for whatever reason someone is active, then we'll do a one-on-one -on -one with the training so that we don't create any brown neck issues for the body. Okay. Yeah, just aware that this is like, the training I think is really important. Obviously there's a gap to be filled, um, but it's a bottleneck for the discussion that we actually want to have, which is like, what do we do with this RCT? Right, right. Yeah. Which I have some comments on that, but okay. we'll, we'll talk, talk about that when I found that, when we hit that agenda item. Okay. Thank you. Mr. Chair, if you want to resume with public comment, I believe that we have someone connected remotely who has public comment on this item. Hang on just one moment while I get my timer out, turn on my high tech. And if that speaker is ready, I'll, I'll begin your timer. Yes, uh, uh, this is Dave Warner. I just wasn't planning to speak here, but you know, it's, it's such an honor and a pleasure to hear uh, you know, have a, hear this room full of people that has a strong financial background. And I'm, uh, as you'll hear later on, I'm very concerned about um, uh, General Manager Herrera, uh, COO Flynn, and the commissioners don't have a particularly strong financial background. And I bring this up because I hope in the scope of this committee that you can uh, play a role somewhat broadly in that you bring a little bit of financial expertise that I think is badly needed to the oversight of the SFPUC, which I think my um, I'll demonstrate my letter demonstrated, and uh, you'll hear you'll hear a little bit more about when we get to item ten. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your comments. Do we have anyone else who has public comment on agenda item number? Where are we at? Four. If so, raise your hand at this time. And Mr. Chair, it appears we have no further callers. Thank you, Mr. Clerk. Um, uh, please um, call up the, uh, sorry, the public comment is now closed and please call up the next agenda item. Very good. I will note for the record, as I did with the previous one, <clears throat> that ARBOC is taking no action on this item at this time. The next agenda item is agenda item number five. It is the discussion of the account balance. Members of ARBOC shall discuss the status of the ARBOC account balance accrued at the rate of 1 20th of 1% of the gross proceeds from each issuance or sale of public utility bonds pursuant to admin code 5A.31. Discussion and possible action item and we'll be taking public comments as part of that discussion. Thank you, Mr. Clerk. Uh, so for context for um, uh, member Leung and for incoming member Beezer, uh, so over the past two years, um, PUC has issued uh, a significant amount of bonds, and that has increased the cash balance, the RBOC cash balance. Uh, so RBOC, beyond essentially what was the historical level of this cash balance, so the RBOC has been exploring the possibility to potentially um, returning some of the excess balance to um, essentially rate payers. So we've been exploring the process. Uh, this is just essentially an exploration of what is possible, what is not possible. And DCA um, uh, Ortega has been helping ARBOC to really understand the possibility and, um, and what could potentially be done. And with that, I would like to turn it over to DCA Ortega. Hey, thank you guys. Uh, so at our last meeting, we talked about next steps for seeking additional legal advice about the return of funds. And the first point that I started with was with our general government team inside the city attorney's office. Just to confirm, since we do operate, since our buck operates under a voter approved ordinance, 
whether we had authority to go ahead with the return. And what our general government team told us is that we do not, as long as we continue to operate under the same voter approved ordinance, we would be able to affect the transfer if we allowed our ordinance to sunset and our box to sunset and then be reconstituted with an ordinance parameter that would give authority to do the return. And so I know we're already, already have presented the ordinance for renewal. Um, I don't know to what extent that is proceeding through with the Board of Supervisors, but if a creation of a mechanism where RBOC would sunset and then be reconstituted to provide the transfer authority is something that people are interested in, that's something we should get started working on sooner rather than later. But otherwise, the money just needs to sit and grow in the account. Thank, thank you for the update. That's, uh, that's very helpful. Uh, does the committee have any comments, any questions on this topic? Can I, this is uh, Member Leung, may I just ask clarifying questions? So you said the issue is that the RBOC itself, uh, as it is formed, doesn't have the authority to pay back by payers, right? So, yep. so we'd have to have a new construction of, of, of some kind of entity to do so? We would have to let the existing RBOC sunset okay. and then present an ordinance to replace RBOC with a new RBOC that would give permission or given a, a legal authority for those funds to be returned. Right now, because we operate under the voter approved language, it does, it does not contain any legal provision that would allow us to even gift the money back to the PUC or transfer it. Um, and it's frankly, it's a problem for the general fund as well with their go box that they also are accruing these funds. So, you know, that's the unfortunate advice that I was. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, just for context. So, PUC now has approximately $7 billion of outstanding bonds. And here we're talking about an excess balance of somewhere around $800,000. So, we have to really understand the context of that. It's, 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 yeah. it's a, the fund balance is growing over time as we issue larger par amounts of bonds. The percentage that's being set aside is causing this account to grow significantly yeah. or to grow rapidly. So it's, you know, something we've been trying to work through. Yeah. I, I suppose that 800K versus several billion, even though it's not that material, it certainly is uh, uh, noticed by the eyes of the public in terms of um, out of curiosity, maybe just real briefly, 10 seconds, um, but roughly what is involved with dissolving this RBOC and, and, and creating new ordinance with a new RBOC with such power? Um, just roughly. Yeah, we, we would just let the existing ordinance sunset, and then we would take a new ordinance that would be similar, but we could make just different adjustments that we needed to to the Board of Supervisors. We would need to have a sponsor. John probably would know more about that um, and how long and how quickly that could be advanced. I couldn't, um, I couldn't speak for the, the Board of Supervisors and how quickly that they may want to take something like that up, especially in the kind of political environment and economic environment that we have in the city right now. 
Yeah. There's a lot of fights elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Practically speaking, lining up planets. Thank you. No question. So let's say if Arbok were to sunset at, at the currently scheduled time, or let's say if it were to be renewed just as is for another two years, four years, or whatever, and eventually sunset, at that point, would any remaining funds go back to the PUC, sort of their general fund balance? So at that point, we would, all remaining funds would go back to the PUC, to the capital program, okay. to, to be reallocated amongst the bonds, or at least amongst the enterprises from which the funds came. And if we did a new ARBOC, we would, you know, need to create a funding mechanism. Um, I, I did chat with the SFMTA, which has a bond oversight committee. They pay for that from their own enterprise funds. They don't pay for that from a, set, from a set aside. I also spoke with the General Oversight Bond Committee leadership. They have, they have a set aside and they also have you know, a large pot of money that just sits. So there's, there's pros and cons to both approaches, but I would suggest if this is something you wanted to think about, we could convene a committee and do some thought work up. I know Nikolai sits on the SFMTA committee, so he might be a valuable resource for that as well. So we, I mean, we could, if we reconstituted, we could come up with a different funding stream that's not set aside. And under that idea of reconstituting ARBOC in a different way, that would not require voter approval? We could do it without voter approval, yeah. Prop, the, the existing proposition doesn't require an indefinite existence of this current constitution, which is part of the reason we have to take the ordinance back every mm -hmm. periodic, you know, every few years. Thank you. Any other thoughts, comments? No? Okay. Well, let's, let's keep in mind about the materiality of this in the grand scheme of things uh, and how this um, is um, uh, relevant to our book. Uh, with that, I would like to uh, open it up for public comment. Very good, Mr. Chair. The house hasn't changed here in the Tuolumne room, but I understand that there may be one caller connected remotely who has public comment related to this discussion of the Arbach account balance. If that speaker wants to begin, I'll start their time. Someone has their hand up. Okay, so maybe we don't have comments on this item. Mr. Chair, it appears we have no speakers. Yeah, Thank sorry. You. Our public comment is now closed. Please call up the next um, agenda item. Good, as I've done with the previous items, I will note for the record that ARBOC is taking no action on this agenda item number five at this time. Agenda item number six is planning for future audits. Members of ARBOC will discuss planning for future audits to evaluate the performance of projects funded by revenue bonds. It's a discussion and possible action item, and as with other items on this agenda, we'll be taking public comment as part of the discussion. Thank you, Mr. Clark. So again, for, for, for context, um, for the incoming uh, members of the committee, uh, so this uh, essentially is a conversation about potential future ARBOC audits. And, um, I would like to turn it over to Member Tang and DCA Ortega to share with us an update on the progress of this um, agenda item. 
Um, so about um, um, maybe like three years ago, the committee um, has been actively like exploring the possibility you know, of um, conducting a um, like investigation or um, yeah about all any project so projects has been funded by SFPUC's revenue bonds, whether um, they have been performing as designed, um, as like documented in the bond document, or have been maintained for it to operate um, um, in, you know, for the entire planned life cycle, right? So um, basically the committee decided to move forward with the RFP, so we worked with CSA, um, drafted the RFP uh, when the RFP was um, sent to the legal team for review. We were um, notified that um, the scope of this project um, is out of um, our box or sorry. So that's why this triggered um, you know the, the, the need for the legal team to educate our box about uh, what our scope should be and um, that's what um, this education is about. So that's why Member Rusi also mentioned, you know, the, the the reason we would like to have receive this education in order to um, proceed with the um, the next step of the RFP. So that's what. Yeah. It's just a couple of words of context. So the past three ARBOC audits have focused on has the money being spent as intended, and the idea behind this potential future audit is. Are, is the infrastructure that has been funded by the bonds, is that infrastructure performing as intended and is it maintained as intended, which is different from previous audits. So I'll just really want to simply where the money goes. I would just follow up with Member Tang. Um, you know, I think we're still in the same position we were in in December until we can go through the training. Um, but I hope the training is really informative for the conception of how this could look in the future. One other suggestion I would make would be that for the committee, as you will be, you'll be transitioning off, and for Member Vusi, perhaps the RBAC might appoint a new member to that working group. And then as the RFP is developed, the working group could work on the new draft in a private, in a private manner, not in public session. And then, when the draft is completed and has already been reviewed by the next city attorney, then we would present the RFP draft in the public forum. Um, and that would be that could be protective of RBOC and allow RBOC to ensure that it's in alignment with the scope, and also that you know we're being very mindful of public bidding and not exposing pricing and building terms to potential bidders until those are ready for actual approval by the board. Thank you. That's that's uh, very helpful, and thank you for all the work that went into this. Because I think uh, both from a legal perspective, but also Member Tang and Member Ruthi and CSA have uh, done a lot of work uh, exploring this possibility. So. Uh, does the committee have any any thoughts, any questions, any comments specifically about about this topic? I have a question. I wonder if Member Liu perhaps might be interested in joining Member Wuthi in exploring this uh, these opportunities. 
forward. I, I don't mind at all. Fantastic. Thank yeah. you for that. That would be great. Okay. Super. Well, thank you. Okay. And uh, uh, Mr. Clerk, I think we're ready for public comments. Very good, Mr. Chair. Once again, it appears that no one new has appeared here in Tuolumne Room to give in-person public comments, but if we have anyone connected remotely who has public comment on this agenda item number six related to planning for future audits, please raise your hand inside the Teams client. I'm going to delay for just a moment to see if we have any speakers who are connected that want to speak on this item. It appears that we do not. Thank you for the visual, Mr. Warner. Mr. Chair, there's no public comment. Thank you, Mr. Clerk. The public comment is now closed, and please call up the next agenda item. Thank you. Just a moment. Of course, uh, Arbach is not taking any action on this agenda item number six at this time, and my minutes will reflect that. Agenda item number seven is approval of the December 12, 2023 regular meeting minutes. This is a discussion and action item. We'll be taking public comment as part of that discussion copy of the December 12th meeting minutes appeared at the end of your agenda packets that I emailed on Friday. Thank you, Mr. Clerk. Uh, does the committee have any comments, questions about the draft minutes? Okay. No comments, so are the minutes ready for approval as presented? Okay, great. So, Mr. Clerk, uh, let's see if we have any public yeah. commenters who have comments on the forms of the minutes. If so, please raise your hand at this time. Mr. Warner doesn't have any comments on the forms of the minutes, and I don't see any other hands raised, Mr. Chair. Thank you, Mr. Clerk. I think we're ready to approve. So, um, like a, to move to approve the minutes as presented. Second. All right. Motion offered by Chair Leal and seconded by Member Boothy to approve the minutes as presented. Uh, Member Camps is absent. Member Leung. Uh, you can say aye. Aye. Okay. Leung, aye. Member Boothy. Aye. Boothy, aye. Christine, uh, Member Tang. Aye. Tang, aye. Member Holliver. Aye. Holliver, aye. Chair Leal. Aye. Leal, aye. Mr. Chair, there are five ayes on the minutes. Uh, thank you, Mr. Clerk. Uh, the um, motion passes, um, and we are ready to call the next agenda. Agenda item number eight is the 2024 meeting schedule for ARBOC. Members of ARBOC shall adopt a schedule specifying the dates, times, and locations of the regular meetings for the next year pursuant to ARBOC bylaws, Article 3, Section 1. Also a discussion and possible action item, and we'll be taking public comment. Thank you, Mr. Clerk. So right now, um, we have, well, historically, we have met on Tuesdays on a monthly basis. Uh, occasionally, uh, we cancel meetings due to, I think we only had one or two cancellations because of forum, but typically during the summer, either July or August, uh, we cancel because most folks um, were out of town at the time. Um, right now, I believe we have three uh, dates uh, that are on the calendar. But the committee also discussed whether ARBOC should meet on a bi-monthly basis rather than a monthly basis. So this was a conversation. We didn't really reach a decision. Um, and I wonder whether the committee uh, is still interested in pursuing a bi-monthly calendar or pre prefers to stay on the current calendar that we have. 
Great. Okay. So hearing no opinion, it sounds yeah. like the current process is working just fine. I think that mostly makes sense. I think we had a number, Lucy, uh, we had a public comment a number of months ago suggesting this, that we might have like slightly more substantive or really longer meetings to cover more every few months. Um, I don't think that's a bad idea, especially given the kind of cost and logistics for the finance team, public finance team. Um, but I'm, I don't have very strong feelings about this. It depends a little bit on how. Thank you. And let me ask a question to the CEO Ortega. Does Arbot have the option to meet monthly or by monthly? It does. It's under the bylaws. You are permitted to schedule as frequently or infrequently as you choose to accomplish the, the purposes of the ordinance. Thank you. That's very helpful. Sometimes we handle the meeting due to the quorum issue. So if that comes, if that issue comes up in the future, based on the then you will basically be skipping meetings for like four more months. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. 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 So we, we now have one more <laughs> member buffer for quorum <laughs> before it was a little thin. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll still, you know, have some, 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 some absences. Yeah. Uh, okay. So it appears that the committee is fine with what we have today. A, a question for the uh, clerk. Um, would you like to add new dates? To the current schedule, or to the end of the calendar year. Uh, and let me just rattle them off. I did a little bit of uh, uh, calculation for this. And that would be March 12th, the second Tuesday. March 12th, April 9th, May 14th, June 11th, July 9th, August 13th, September 10th, October 8th, November 12th, and December 10th would be each of those dates. And if you need me to repeat any of them, I'm happy to do that. Um, and then of course, if you wanted to right now establish any of those as not being a regular meeting date and just by fiat canceling them right now, you could do that as well. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Clerk. Um, it sounded like we're not quite ready to make any changes, so we can probably take these dates as you suggested and then change them as we go as needed for travel or family commitment or beyond. I, mean, I would also say I'm comfortable with, you know, maybe the chair and the clerk if in advance of the meeting if you feel like it's a very light agenda. I, I trust your judgment and we can, we can cancel it and, and push stuff out for one more. I, I should add, I'm, I'm, I should, but I'm not positive I can actually make it next month. Um, and if we don't know, maybe I can. Well, I guess I guess this will be okay if I do it after Thank you for letting us know. Okay, very good. So with that, I will turn it over to um, the clerk for public comment. Well, just one more thing, which is that we should also acknowledge that it appears that this is going to continue to be the regular meeting place as well. And I just want to make sure that we're covering that base as well because that's one of the things we're talking about. Very good. But if we're ready for public comment, I think that we have one speaker who has public comment on the agenda item number uh, eight related to setting the meeting schedule. And so I'll start your time when, once I hear your voice. Okay. Well, thank you. Uh, just a quick comment. And I don't mean to say this out of nicety, but there's a lot of talent in this room and you're providing a valuable public service. And I would just say, you know, if you think you don't need 
you know, month meetings every month and can do just every other month, I'd say in a nanosecond, make that change. And you can always schedule special meetings if you want. And the main thing is this San Francisco and all the SFPUC uh, constituents are lucky to have you here. And so don't hesitate to make changes if, you, um, if they would be helpful to you. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your comments. Do we have anyone else who has public comment right now on the meeting schedule? If so, please raise your hand inside team. And Mr. Chair, it appears that we have no other speakers. Thank you, Mr. Clerk. Public comment is now closed. Uh, please call the next uh, agenda item. Um, Mr. Chair, I'm going to request, it can be informal, we don't have to have it as a motion, but just by assent. Does it appear that the RBOC wishes to maintain having regular meetings on the second Tuesdays of the month throughout the calendar year of 2024 and continue to meet here in either the Yosemite room or the Tuolumne room at the PUC building? Mm -hmm. Okay, very good. That's what I'm going to record in our uh, action notes for this agenda item. And we will move forward to the next agenda item, which is nine. Election of officers, recruitment, and roles of members. Members of ARBOC may elect a chair, a vice chair, and discuss the roles of members. This is a discussion and possible action item, and we'll be taking public comments. Uh, thank you, Mr. Clerk. Uh, so ARBOC, historically, whenever we had new member joining or members leaving, we would have elections to uh, decide who should be uh, chair and who should be vice chair. Uh, so since now we have uh, member Leung, and we have incoming member Beezer, uh, this is a good time to uh, do so. Um, we have member Tang that, as you know, she um, concluded her second appointment to ARBOC, so she's rolling off ARBOC. Uh, member Leung is joining. Um, I concluded my first appointment, um, or my first term to, to, to ARBOC last November, so I'm a holdover on, on the committee. So I think this might be the time to uh, really elect a new chair. And uh, I thought that Member Holober has experience on the committee and uh, would make a great chair. So that's just my personal suggestion for the committee at this point. I would like to second that nomination. Willing to accept the nomination uh, for, for one year, maybe. Um, I don't know how much time you know, you, you is required outside of our normal meeting schedule, but it seems like things generally move on their own um, in the background. Um, so yeah, it sounds it seems like our vice chair is not here now, and it's um, typically be. <laughs> next uh, in line to, to become chair, but um, it seems like he has um, you know, some issues, uh, family issues that have caused him to miss um, several meetings recently. Um, so if that's the consensus, I'm going to uh, accept the nomination, I suppose. Well, Member Holber, thank you. Uh, you know, you made a great contribution to ARBOC and you have a background which is uh, clearly within ARBOC's mandates and certainly enjoyed working together and I think you will be a great uh, chair on a go-forward basis. Um, member, um, sorry, Mr. Clark, um, is this um, a motion at this stage or? You would need to hear from the public and close public comment first before any motions would be in order. Okay. 
us, we could take a roll call vote on the on the nomination of Oliver as chair going forward, if you wish. Okay. After public comment. Great. Okay. Should we start with public comment? Any 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 comments on on uh, Member Holber or great. Um, did you want to make nominations for a vice chair seat as well, or or just leave it unoccupied for now? Uh, this is a great question for the committee. I think um, based on the number of the committee members you have, because previously the reason we only had so there there was a period of time we only had chair position. Um, that's because at that time there were only four committee members, I think. Right. Yeah, and then now um, you have uh, six members um, on the board. Um, so I think it makes sense to have a vice chair position stood up and um, um, when you, for, for, the, for the meeting, you cannot make it, and then the vice chair will be able to nominate. So you do support having, re chair. retaining that as an officer? Yeah. Okay, so who, who do you? with uh, the 
field work. And uh, last but not least, I would like to also thank um, Mr. David Pilko from the public because he joined us for most meetings of ARBOC over the past four years. And, um, and he made an important contribution to the mission of ARBOC. He uh, provided advice, uh, recommendations, occasionally disagreements, but always very productive and very thoughtful. And certainly appreciate him very much for all the work and that he did and taking the time from his schedule to, to join ARBOC. So thank you again. And uh, Mr. Clerk, we are ready for the next agenda item. Very good. The last agenda item for today, it is announcements, comments, questions, future agenda items. It is also a discussion of possible action items and we'll be taking public comments as part of that discussion. Thank you, Mr. Clerk. Um, so um, for the benefit of the incoming new members, this has been our kind of a holding pattern or so-called, think of it as a, uh, as a list of potential topics for the future. Um, occasionally we have taken from this list uh, topics and added it to the agenda. Occasionally we have added to a list of potential future topics. Uh, so what you're seeing here is topics that a committee um, expressed an interest in at some point in the past, but has never really risen to the point of making it into the agenda. Um, one note that is important to, to be aware of is that the, the committee has been essentially focused for the past four years on audits. So we spent a lot of our time on audits. With this audit number three coming to an end, eventually the RBOC will have more bandwidth and more, um, more time to really dedicate to other uh, initiatives like updates from QC and, uh, and beyond. And I don't remember Tang being on the committee for many, many years. Is there anything else on agendas that you think the committee should be thinking about or, or would you encourage the committee to explore at some point in the future? I think and there are also a good list, you know, there's a good list of ways um, things um, you guys have online, so um, just keep up with some work. <laughs> I have a question slash comment. Um, some of these are almost 10 years old. Do we have <laughs> to like strike them off this? <laughs> a, few, a few months ago, this committee asked me to do some research to look into the origin of the 2015 look back. I am tremendously sorry to Arbok that I have not had the bandwidth to do that, and I don't actually even know really what the methodology would be for tracking that down. Um, it is something that I inherited from a previous clerk of this body, and I, unless, unless the currently constituted panel has some spark of memory for what it might be, I would suggest we strike it. I mean, if we don't even know how to go about figuring out yeah. what it was, like, yeah. let's strike I it. I think number 10 was on the committee at the time, when that was issued. Um, I think, I think, um, so basically for item F, so this is the RW block report that um, um, performed for the WISIP. And it's supposed to provide lessons learned that can be applied to SSIP. And at some point of time in the past, we did have like program coordinator of the SSIP came to the RBOC meeting and um, um, share with the committee that um, what are the lessons learned he was able to apply to the program had been incorporated in his. Um, um, like a practice for the SSIP. I think the reason we added, so this is this is not an old one. 
This is the newly added um, item to this list. And a few months ago, the committee feel like there is a need to invite um, the SSAP program manager to come back and see are there have are, ha, have there been any status update in terms of uh, you know how um, lessons learned uh, mm -hmm. from the with the program being applied and what's the current status? I thought that was the goal. That's why this item was added a few months ago. May I ask a follow-up question to the chair? Is there maybe a better way to characterize this item so that that information is clearer and it, this notation is more useful for the incoming chair and vice chair in construction of future agenda in case you want to bring this item forward? Well, thank you for, for, for bringing this up. I think it's a very good point. So what if, doesn't the committee really think through a better way to present this and decide how to agendize that in, in, in the future? And I can work with the new incoming chair to find a shape for that presentation yeah. in the future. And also a comment, again, for the benefit of incoming uh, members, uh, you see here discussion on finding two mm -hmm. of a past audit. So the reason why those are there is because the audits, the two audits that were completed, suggested to check in with UC on that very specific topic on a biannual basis or an annual basis. So those topics are here for that reason. So once a year, we'll call up and add that topic to the agenda to follow up on the, uh, the finding of, of coming out of the audit. Uh, I would like to mention another topic that is not here on the list, but is coming up as well, and that is the uh, the ARBOC annual report that was in it the agenda. Yeah, uh, oh, it's in there, sorry. Uh, it's in the agenda packet, you've seen it. That's a draft. Uh, so the annual report needs only two things at this point. So the draft is fairly complete. Um, it needs essentially a summary of the topics covered by past agenda, um, past ARBOC meetings. Uh, that was with the clerk, and then a final review by uh, DCA Ortega uh, from a legal perspective, and then ARBOC will be ready to approve it. And that is the, 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 annual report, the ARBOC annual report for the fiscal year that ended in June 2023. Yeah, you can certainly expect to see that on the future. I just want to say thank you to presumably Member Holger and Chair Leal for putting that together? I don't think I saw this one before. Uh, so I guess Cheryl was on you. <laughs> well, you know, it was a lot of materials that we all worked on, but thank you for that. Um, I would also like to call out the attention to of the committee to um, a memo that the committee received from CFO Nancy Holm. Those are that's a report titled "Unexpected Unexpended Revenue Bond Proceeds Report." So that's a useful report because, uh, again, this was called out by one of the audits and it shows what bond proceeds have been expended and what bond proceeds have not been expended. So it's, uh, uh, there is a lot of exhibits and, and charts, but nevertheless quite useful from the perspective of uh, our box uh, Monday. Uh, anything else under this agenda item? Public comments. Are we ready for public comment? Very good. I believe that we have a caller who uh, has public comments on future agenda items, and I will start a three-minute timer once I hear that speaker begin. Well, terrific. Thank you. And I'm going to add a bonus public comment. Hopefully, I make three minutes. Uh, hey, just on that item F, there's a huge learning from the uh, Water System Improvement Plan, 
and San Diego actually has faced the exact same thing, that when it was approved in 2008, sales projections were much, much higher than what actually materialized at where we are today. And what that resulted in is water rates are much higher than would have been anticipated back in 2008. It's an important point. Uh, and the San Diego County Water Authority is going through the exact same thing right now with their, uh, I think it's Carlsbad desal plant. Anyway, my main public comment, and sorry for rushing, is hopefully you received an email from me with a letter regarding the SFPUC's proposed budget and financial plan. Per the email, I'm hoping you might add an agenda item to your next meeting to review the risk the financial plan poses. As you know, the SFPUC's water and sewer enterprises are in the situation of a self-funding enterprise with declining revenues and growing expenses. That doesn't sound good. One example of the risk story goes something like this. The SFPUC makes investments per its financial plan and raises water and sewer rates for its financial plan. Then something unforeseen happens, such as forecasted sales don't materialize as expected, or the number of housing units doesn't grow as expected, or they need to make an unplanned investments, perhaps for, perhaps for alternative water supplies, or the for, forecasted growth and affordability threshold doesn't grow as expected. Anyway, you get the idea. Some unfavorable variance to the plan happens in the next 20 years, and rates have to go above the affordability threshold. Then, like in 1998, ratepayers have had enough. Uh, they put a, a rate freeze in place for, I think, either six or eight years. This time, they're fed up with years of rate increases well above the inflation rate, and they pass another rate freeze. Now the SFPC is in trouble. They have massive debt obligations, partially completed projects, and the needed growth in revenues dries up. When you take a closer look at the financial plan, you'll find this is a real possibility. I have raised this issue uh, shortly after the budget slides were issued and before the first budget meeting on January 22nd. And I've continued to raise this issue, including through yesterday's letter, which you have a copy. At that meeting and through reviewing the slides of today's meeting, there has been no reaction from the SFPC. They have neither countered the risk concerns raised nor have they formally acknowledged their validity. So would you consider having the SFPC present at a risk analysis for the proposed plan at your next meeting? You know, time is a little bit on the urgent because you know it has to be in place before the end of the fiscal year. You could ask some hard financial questions that perhaps commissioners don't readily see. If you think my concerns have a good chance of being valid, taking your time on this topic could have significant benefits for San Francisco for decades in the future. This is a big budget. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your comments, Dave Warner. Before we move on to You're the welcome. next speaker, I want to request, uh, Mr. Mr. Warner, um, we are not in receipt of this letter. It sounds like you actually sent it to the SFPUC. May I request that you do send it to RBOC by uh, email. You can email RBOC at rboc at sfgov.org. That email address, oh, no. you can just get it right off the front of the agenda for this meeting. And once I receive so that So I letter, sent it to, just a second here. I sent it to, Thank you so much. I sent to rboc at sfgov.org. Okay, I haven't received that yet, but I'll check again when I get back to my uh, workstation. It, I sent it yesterday at 3.57 p.m. It's a good letter, <laughs> so I apologize. Well, I think it's a good letter. Very good. Thank you. You and I will we'll check in offline to make sure that I have a copy of that. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Do we have anyone else who has public comment on future agenda items? If so, please raise your hand inside the team's client. And Mr. Chair, it appears we have no further speakers. Thank you, Mr. Clerk. So I think before we adjourn, again, welcome to Member Leon. Again, welcome to incoming Member Leader. And thank you, Member Clerk. Okay, thanks. Apologies.
privilege. <laughs> <laughs> this meeting is adjourned. Very good. All right. All right. Can I hang up here?